0: The readings for the Feast of the Transfiguration of the Lord, which happens every time in August, are remarkable. And they're so beautiful for this time that we're living through as children are going back to school and there's still so many fears about the pandemic and so many uncertainties about returning to the office and so many question marks about how to navigate the current political climate together without division. The first reading is from Deuteronomy chapter 7, and we have a glimpse of the heavenly realm. Let's pay attention to the language. The thrones are set up, and the ancient one takes his throne. His clothing is bright as snow, the hair of his head as white as wool. His throne was flames of fire with wheels of burning fire, a surging stream of fire flowed out from where he sat. Thousands upon thousands were ministering to him and myriads upon myriads attended him. The court was convened and the books opened." Pay attention to what it says. It talks about a court in heaven. In the ancient one, our Adonai, our Father Almighty sitting there, Jesus is there. The visions continue. One like a Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. When he reached the Ancient One and was presented before him, the One like a Son of Man received dominion, glory, and kingship. All nations, peoples, and languages serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not be taken away. His kingship, shall not be destroyed. It is so important to pay attention to the thought and the fact and the truth and the reality that Jesus, the son of man, has dominion, glory, and kinship that cannot be taken away. It's everlasting and it cannot be destroyed. As we watch the drama unfold before our eyes of our physical realm, we know Two things from this reading, that there is a heavenly court where we can intercede, we can come before the throne of our Father, and that this Son of Man who is before him and with thousands and thousands ministering to him, he has won the battle and his kingdom shall not be taken away. That is why the psalm for today, for the transfiguration of the Lord, is an invitation for how to enter into that court by acclaiming the lord is king the most high over all the earth and the earth rejoices and the islands are glad and the clouds and darkness round about him Justice and judgment, the foundation of his throne. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his justice and the people see his glory. Because you, O Lord, are the most high over all the earth, exalted far above all gods. In this podcast, we practice how to pray together. So take up this psalm and read it out loud, and then imagine that. As you're saying that the truth of that moment is that you are entering the courts of our Heavenly Father with acclaim and praise and blessing, and that you are joining the thousands and thousands that are there, both the saints and all of the angels and archangels, the powers, dominions, every one of those layers of heaven that acclaim the greatness of our Father and and the Trinity. In the second letter of Peter, first chapter, Peter is speaking, saying, We've made known to you the power and the coming of Jesus because we are eyewitnesses of his majesty. He's there in the mountain. He's writing afterwards after he's received the Holy Spirit. And he is declaring Jesus received honor and glory from God the Father when that unique declaration came to him from that majestic glory, he declares the words that we hear in a moment in the gospel. This is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. And we find Peter out in the world declaring the greatness of that moment. In what way, Has God shown his glory for you? And are you declaring it? Are you praying the Psalms and declaring the greatness of the Lord for the things that he has done? Maybe he has helped you find a job. Maybe a child in your home has turned their ways. Maybe you found forgiveness with someone that you had not found forgiveness. Maybe you have helped to pray for someone that all of a sudden has stood up in the hospital after being in a coma for a long time we have to remember like peter how to declare the goodness of the lord he says we ourselves heard this voice from heaven while we were with jesus in the holy mountain moreover we possess the prophetic message that is altogether reliable do you have a prophetic message Do you have a message that you have to tell the world or has the Lord confided in you so that you do private action with it? Look what Peter tells us. You will do well to be attentive to it as a lamp shining in a dark place until day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Sometimes when God gives us a prophetic message, we are to dwell in that message until we are ready to tell the world. Imagine Jesus right at Cana when he's about to begin his public ministry, tells his mother, my hour has not yet come. He Mm -hmm. spends 30 years until the moment when he's unleashing into the world happens. And he knows that as John the Baptist diminishes, he must rise. And when he dies, we found Jesus in the last few readings unleashing with multiplying bread, with healing the sick, with casting out demons, with walking on water. He said, if you and I have faith, we will do bigger things than this. So where is our faith? We must ask for prophetic sight. We must ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit because God says, ask and you shall receive. And then the beauty of the reading of the transfiguration on Mark chapter 9, finds the inner circle, Peter, James, and John, up in the mountain by themselves. And Jesus transfigures himself, and Elijah and Moses appear. And Peter wants to create a little tent so that they can be there. And we hear the voice of God inviting you and me to listen to him and be ready for what he needs us to do. And Jesus beckoning, do not tell this until the the right time, until I have risen. So perhaps God is telling you something, but he's going to also tell you the timing for what to do with it. So part of this is to be patient. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we hear clearly, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. We hear your invitation to listen to your son, and we come to your throne, to your court, to intercede for those in our life, that need help, Father, and we cover ourselves with the precious blood of Jesus Christ from head to toe so that we can present ourselves blameless through his blood, not through our actions, Father. We ask that we may declare the majestic works of Jesus in our life, that we may pray for the fruits of the Holy Spirit and receive them, Father, and that we may put them into action in our life with the fire of the Holy Spirit. We can turn the world ablaze. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.